Greetings, dear friends, and welcome to Alatra TV India. And indeed, now we are living in a special time when we all have such possibility to change the format of our society, to change the vector of development of our society from the consumer-oriented to the creative one. And we can do it only together as a whole humanity. So how can we build a world worthy of a human to live when all people in the world will be united and in one goal, creative society? And so in such case, we will be able to overcome anything, but only together. So let's today figure it out how we envision the creative society. And let's dis uh, discuss it with our speakers today. So dear viewers, you can find more about the project Creative Society on our website, alatraunites.com. So my name is Anna, and I will be hosting today's interview with Antonina from Germany. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, I'm so happy to introduce our special guests today, uh, Deepa and Melin Soman, uh, who, is found, who are founders of the consulting and research company Lumiere Business uh, Solutions. Uh, which is also provides uh, a life stage opportunity to women. Welcome to your friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being uh, with us today. And I would like, you know, I'm very curious what the Lumiere means and why you chosen this name for your company. Okay. So I ask, get asked that question. So Lumiere is French for light. And my name, Deepa, means light, deep. And I was named on the day of Diwali, so the festival of light. So that's how I was given the name Deepa. I was born on my parents' first wedding anniversary. So that was like extra special. So the theme of light has been a, a continuous enduring motif of my life. It, it sort of defined me. And I remember a time uh, when I was in the 10th, 10th grade, uh, we had a little ceremony uh, where we were each of us given a candle and told to be a light unto the world. And somehow uh, that, that whole theme of light uh, was always an enduring theme. And I first chose this name, name uh, when we were in Jamaica and uh, I was going to be setting up a company at that point in time. And I was just told, um, Mrs. Soman, you need to give, find a name. And it was like a flashbulb moment, pardon the pun, and the name Lumiere came up. And that's it. I said Lumiere Consultancy Services. And uh, it's a global name. Uh, it's a, you know, what I'm going to do is, is going to be something that will probably be global was my idea. So in 1995, uh, uh, 8th of March, before it was not even Women's Day. At that time, Women's Day had still not got constituted. But that was the day the company was incorporated in Kingston, Jamaica, 8th March, 1995. And when we came back to India in 96, uh, was when I called the company Lumiere Business Solutions. We wound up and came back to India. And since then, it's Lumiere. And uh, I think it's the enduring theme of light. And, you know, it resonates very well with the purpose that we serve, which is to provide a work uh, life, life stage opportunity for women, provide hope, provide, you know, insights for our customers, for the products and services. It resonates really well. <laughs> this is wonderful. And do you see even my light as so the sun is yeah. coming out? <laughs> 
Absolutely, absolutely. And and somewhere you kind of see this as the first uh, promise of creation is uh, let there be light. And that's really the first promise. And uh, uh, I kind of think it, it couldn't be a more appropriate name than this. And I'm happy uh, for that inspiration to, to call the company Lumiere. Yeah, this is also a big responsibility being, uh, you know, an entrepreneur and also helping people and, you know, providing the new opportunities in their life. So what is what was the main source uh, for your inspiration for such also responsible, you know, job? Uh, so it was based, again, on a, a personal experience. Uh, I used to work with uh, Unilever, with Hindustan Lever, and I took a career break when my son was born. And Milind used to be in consulting. And I had a, a kind of a, a you know, a, a childlike fascination to experience the Caribbean. And I thought maybe I will uh, sit on the beach and write a novel and raise a child. And, you know, and when I... Uh, reached Jamaica, I, I realized that uh, I wasn't, you know, I was a very efficient, uh, uh, I'm an efficient person. So I could, you know, be done with my things very quickly. And then I realized that I, I needed stuff to think about. I needed problems to chew on. And I knew that the workplace was important. At the same time, home and family was important. So that was my seminal a thought to say that there must be other women professionals like me who want to have it, uh, uh, you know, where they can do their, bring their best selves to their family, to their, uh, to child raising, rearing, uh, as well as to be able to work and be productive. And uh, that was really the foundational insight when I realized that, you know, I want to get back to work and I want the flexibility. I was lucky. I got an opportunity later on. But there was that point in time when things were not clicking for me. I was sending out my resumes and I had not known rejection until then. I was always a good student and, you know, things had happened, the, what I wanted. And I, I think it's really these failure points in life which are so important because they are always about something larger and bigger that's meant to happen. So I have... Uh, always looked upon these what look at short term like setbacks and failures as something where there are some seeds of something bigger soon. And I this has been a recurring theme of my uh, life, Anna and, and Rina, that, uh, you know, when something doesn't seem like it's go, it's all going wrong, I just have to pause and see that there's an opportunity to do something really uh, important and that's really how Lumiere happened out of my dark despair and feeling very forlorn and sad and uh, wondering yeah, why things are not happening that I want. So this is actually great motivation you know to looking for the opportunity so I think that's really good motivation you know to create such company that you have and also it would it's very interesting since you know you're working as one family yeah, and you you're living together and you're working together so Milind I would like to address this question <laughs> to you. Oh, so uh, I, yeah I couldn't get so, no, I yeah, so really what what values uh, sorry sorry just to uh, was my question. So what values, what, you know, like human qualities are important and you could share it with the, our viewers and with us, you know, to work in a team. So, so uh, you know, uh, the I was in a big job, as she said, and traveling all over the world. And one of the things that triggered me to also join Lumiere was, you know, there was complete alignment with the purpose for which Lumiere was formed. And at that time, uh, 
you know, Deepa's father had a stroke and you know he he was paralyzed this was about 15 years ago and we said you know the best thing we can do is to really work together as a team and you know help manage uh, children work and life yeah together in a very holistic manner right and that was really the trigger to move out of a full time job and a career and take this up as a career yeah you think also you have so much personal and professional experience you both and uh, you have also such holistic view on the society but we also learned about you in the pre-call and so our viewers are also very curious how do you both envision creative societies the, wo the world where you your family would live comfortably and a prosperous life could you describe it please yeah um So you know the uh, I know that Lumiere is a uh, a small microcosm. We call it a lab uh, of best practice. And uh, a lot of times, I think before you can set out to change the world, uh, it all begins with oneself and how one can change and work on oneself. So uh, I we are uh, you know a work in progress. We are always sort of. Uh, working on ourselves uh, uh, both as a per as people individuals uh, try trying to do a lot of experiments to see is there a better way and both milind and i are relentless learners you know every year uh, we are always looking to learn something study and uh, uh, what is it that we can do better you know what is it that we can let go of what are the redundancies how can we simplify our life Uh, and the lockdown is fantastic because uh, it it told not just us but the whole world on you know what is really important and i think milind and i uh, even as leadership coaches and the work that we do with individuals with couples with companies the whole area of simplification is a big theme in what we talk about you know what is it that we can do that is uh, has is gentler in a in a sense is gentler on the planet it's gentler on uh, you know whether the choices we make uh, how how are these uh, so all the work that we we are lucky to have been able to do is in this discovery of simplification of of making things lighter you know things don't have to be really heavy and i think with both of us um it, it, it milind i think is uh, is an extremely secure person i had to work a lot more on myself but i think he's he's really very evolved and i always see that of him because as uh, you need to be an extremely confident and a self assured person uh, to say that i'm going to come and you know let my my wife is the boss uh, she's the managing director of the company i'm just going to look around and he never for once in that first year uh you know said i would i'm you're not doing this right or he never criticized you know he he kind of was quietly observing so respectful uh of what we were doing we were a small team of you know 12 people 
and uh, making himself like uh, useful and you know he always uses the term sevak you know someone who is in service so when today when you know howard talks about servant leadership and things milind has his in the family is a practiced a living embodiment of that for all of us and he's smiling you know, this amazing <laughs> sorry it's amazing he is smiling so the thing that you describe the society where people serve uh, to each other no matter in the family or in the company so that is uh, the society where i give to another not i'm only taking but it's yeah. like for others yeah. maybe you would like also to so, add you know, uh, this uh, yeah so working at lumiere has been lumiere itself has been a very challenging piece because uh, you know we we do a uh, serve a purpose which is a social cause right and we are not a uh ngo or a non governmental agency or a funded company right so obviously whatever we earn we give back right and the intention is to give back so the philosophy is uh, whatever we uh, the company earns all the participants on the platform they get back up to 70% of whatever the company earns so even during this critical lockdown period you know when we had to reduce salaries of people because for 6 months there was no business however as we went along and uh, there's a little uh, delay in the connection yeah so i hope that you uh, is it at our uh, no no yeah. i think it's yeah you're yeah, okay not yeah. that no it's so okay. you know this first 6 months we had uh, practically no business because it was a a very uh, strong and a brutal lockdown in india which really saved lives frankly speaking but it took a toll on the economic activity however you know we started and and people co- cooperated all the staff cooperated in uh, going through this uh, cuts in salaries etc but today we are happy that you know by the end of the financial year we paid back all the salaries that were deducted over the last one year yeah because you know since october we were able to make up so even if the company did not make any money or profit what we did first was you know tra- transparently paid back to employees and i think that's really and it really comes from uh, a giving uh, part because that's really the purpose for which lumiere has been set up and that that is the real challenge of you know keeping it running uh, with uh, you know making sure that the purpose and intent is served Yes, indeed, and this is what we also need in our society. We need yeah. the stability. We need also this, uh, you know, cooperation, so that we, you know, no matter what happens, that we are able to come out as a winners, all winners. Absolutely. But also, this is uh, possible today to create the conditions that will provide us this stability. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your vision. Yeah. And particularly, this is actually mentioned in Eight Foundation of Building Creative Society. And yeah. let's not now like discuss and talk about them. But before, let's watch a short video about how actually these Eight Foundation were formed. And uh, this video will be from the conference Creative Society: What the Prophets Dreamed of. So, just would like to ask our technical support to show us this video.
The biggest social polling in our entire history of civilization has been conducted during the last 10 years by people around the world. 180 countries, millions of people of different social statuses, denominations, nationalities, talk about the society in which they want to live in. And this is a creative society. Based on the answers of the people from around the world, eight foundations of creative society were established. A society where all people can live in happiness, peace, and prosperity. This is that very society that our prophets bequeathed to us. All prophets talk about the value of life, freedom, honesty, common human values, equality before God, mutual respect, and unification of people about love for each other. They talked about the common truth and about the world which we can create. The prophet said, there will be a time when we're able to build a creative society. We are honored to live in the time which the prophets talked about. When everyone is chosen, And indeed, we live in a really special time. And this eight foundation is also, you know, many people are find very, very close to each other. So could you please, Deepa and Milan, could you please share? Uh, because, you know, before this live broadcast has started, we have talked and you shared that you find also this eight foundation very close to you. So please, could you share why you find it? Before Deepa takes over, one quick thing that comes to my mind in line with the Eight Foundation is, you know, when this uh, experience which we spoke, shared with you just now, it talks about trust and transparency that people have with us. The One of the things that Lumiere has always done is, uh, uh, when, when we say a life stage opportunity, it is not only the monetary opportunity, because a lot of them have taken a career break for raising children and families. And it is to help them build their confidence and personality to get back to work. And we promote that. You know, we promote them to train them to get back to work and having a larger and a bigger careers. So a lot of them align beautifully with, uh, you know, what, what the Lumiere has been doing. If I want to talk about the... Uh, uh, so for okay. me, uh, you know, I, I love this video and uh, I've always had a, a deep uh, interest in uh, the religions and the philosophies of the world. And I have done a good amount of reading and study on the subject, uh, you know, be it Christianity, uh, be it uh, Buddhism, Tao, uh, our own Bhagavad Gita. And uh, these are the ones that I understand. I, I have understood some of the work of the Sufi saints. And uh, exactly this element of uh, love, because, you know, I always uh, uh, believe that if we come from a place of love, uh, all answers will be found uh, automatically. There will be peace, there will be uh, happiness and Sat Chit Ananda, which is the truth, which is consciousness and uh, 
unlimited, unbounded, ever new joy is really the philosophy and the, the spirit with which uh, we lead our lives uh, uh, in our in our uh, home. Uh, we have a, a deep spiritual practice uh, as and uh, we follow, uh, we do yoga as uh, yogis. And uh, one of the very beautiful uh, influences, uh, which is of the Bhagavad Gita, uh, which I and, and uh, even now, uh, as we are at this holy time, uh, uh, you know the the teachings of of uh, Christ uh, that we understand and we have studied so deeply comes from this whole space of compassion, uh, love, uh, forgiveness, uh, which are extremely crucial values in these times. Uh, if we do not come from this space, you know we and we only come from a space of uh, selfishness and self interest. It is not sustainable, and a lot of the challenges that we, uh, you know, we experience today, uh, like like the great uh, people around have or have always said that it is there is enough for everybody's need, but there isn't enough for everybody's greed. And I, I we so so firmly uh, believe that uh, this in in these times, especially uh, what we have seen. Uh, uh, I, I think twenty twenty was a year of. A really, like we say, 2020 vision. It was really a, a, a time of great clarity for the world, uh, you know. And I'm I'm so, uh, while it it has was hurtful uh, at individual levels, at at fam, you know, personal levels, business, it kind of told us what's really important, how to prioritize what really really matters, why it's important to simplify our lives, why we can do with less, why it's important to share. Um, why it's important to care. Uh, so I think uh, in these times, uh, everything that you have talked about uh, makes immense sense. Uh, I mentioned the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 16, verses 1, 2, and 3. The Lord uh, talks about 26 divine qualities. Yeah, the first one starting with fearlessness, uh, the purity of heart, Perseverance in acquiring wisdom and practicing yoga, charity, yeah, subjugation and control, self-control of the senses, yeah, uh, being able to uh, practice holy rites, which is the inner right of you know breath, breath control, uh, that is really managing oneself, uh, study of the scriptures of what the great ones have said, self-discipline, being straightforward, yeah. Uh, ahimsa, non-violence, truth, yeah, akrod, managing temper, anger, yeah, being able to uh, tiaga, letting, doing actions without desiring something material, in you know, being able to serve tiaga, peace, shanti, my favorite peace, yeah, uh, which is non-criticism or being non-being judgmental of others because we don't know enough. Yeah, compassion, yeah, absence of greed, gentleness, modesty, calmness, stability, lack of restlessness, yeah, tejas, radiance of character, forgiveness, patience, cleanliness, freedom from hate, and absence of conceit, not being proud about our goodness. So important. If we are on the right path, we are doing the right things. Uh, Lord, the Lord says it is very easy for such a man to become proud or a woman to become proud of themselves. And therefore, it's very important to stay humble. And I think we, for both my kids, I've written this out 
and ask them to pin it up on in their room so they can look at it and to see how is it that i'm faring how did i do today at the end of the day on each of these 26 values where did i compromise was i angry did i think ill about someone because it's not just doing it's even the thought because thought is the start of behavior and action so we have to watch our thoughts not just the actions because th- thought is the beginning absolutely this is amazing what you share because you know uh, exactly these values they are present in each culture in each yeah. tradition and uh, the abstract that we have seen now uh, it is an abstract from a global conference that took place just two weeks ago where representatives from the whole world came together and said friends these eight foundations these principles are reflected in our culture in different words but this is the same essence and you mentioned also the this time that we live in uh this is also the time of global connection so because now me sitting in berlin uh in ukraine you in india we are connected and we can talk directly to each other this is what is happening uh this is really when the prophets came when the you know these wise people came to the earth it was not possible it was just you know for a special re- region and special times they did what they could uh, the best they could but today we are the ones who can create a better world so my question would be to you also to melind what do you think what can be else done to reach actually our this goal okay so uh um, i for me uh my personal purpose is uh you know to work on myself but as much to tell inspiring stories so that we can unlock human potential uh how is it that we can create inspiration and uh in all that i uh do through my writing or my blogging or through the youtube channel lumiere light and insight it is to create lots and lots of positive role models who can come and tell their stories because we cannot have enough role models in the world uh we need to know that it is if it it could not it's not necessarily about being famous a lot of people are working very well quietly and uh, our attempt is to just put the spotlight on them uh, they could be simple modest uh, people doing something but in their own way they have an opportunity to inspire other people who for whom that one story would be the opportune thing they needed at that point in time to make a change from being feeling negative or desolate or alone to say ah oh, i can do this so and so has done it well and that's something that uh, became possible we always used to have lumiere learning mondays but in the lockdown uh, we saw that we have to just make events uh you know because our content is universal the language uh is is english uh we can put this out and anybody anywhere in the world could see this so you talk about the connection so we created torchbearer thursday and torchbearer thursday was to showcase individuals and organizations that are doing great work in the times of covid and how can we create a network effect and a community of people uh, so we finished 20 episodes season 1 and st- and moved that to broad base to say anybody who's making a difference in society in a positive way it could be elder care it could be in the space of healthcare it could be education with the underprivileged it could be 
anything that we see as big problems, things people working in the area of sustainability, uh, problems which are big, which can't be solved by one person. We have to have governments working together, culture, collaboration. countries, collaboration. So we said, let's make this uh, season two. And similarly, we have the Lumiere Learning Monday, where we have hashtag inspiring men and inspiring women uh, from around the world. Uh, and, and very parallel to what you're doing at uh, Alatra here, um, you know, to come and talk about uh, how to cope, uh, how to make this a better world. And I think we, we must do it one person at a time. And I, you know, I think no uh, work is big or small. Each one of us, where we are, if we can work on ourselves and if we can impact that little patch of garden that is ours and look after it well, it can be a beautiful world. I mean, we just have to look after our garden patch to make it beautiful, isn't it? And, in, and you know, take Lumiere as a platform for helping people seek happiness and positivity. Yes, thank you very much. And you know, you know that uh, about this to cooperate and see the changes in the political way. And uh, this is very important because today many people ask. Uh, how are we going to implement the eight foundations of creative society on the global scale? Because now, unfortunately, in consumer society, we are yeah, divided, we are separated, and we are concerned of our own problems. But exactly, this is you know the way where we discuss with each other these foundations. Uh, look how it is con corresponds with our values, with our culture. And when we reached out over the 50% uh, of electorate, so active electorate in each country, so we can implement these eight foundations in the law, so in our constitutions, and then unite on the global scale, also in a practical way, seeing these changes already happening. And this is very important to hear your opinion today. Thank you for sharing this view. Uh, uh, Deepa, you also mentioned about the importance of such uh, stories to inspire each other. And this is a little cartoon from the last conference in December that we would like to watch and see also hear your opinion. Please, technical support, show us this little cartoon. Elephants are habituated to a rope since childhood. First, they are tied to a tree and an elephant calf trying to escape understands that the rope is many times stronger than him. Then, already being a grown-up elephant, he no longer even makes attempts to become free, because he understands that the rope, which is stronger than him, will win anyway. And when already a human who… well, the strength of a human and an elephant is incomparable, but an elephant still submits to a human and follows him with his head down, is the same in human society. The whole point, imagine, an ordinary human, skinny and little, is leading an elephant on a rope, why? Because the elephant believes that the rope is holding him. Friends, we have the same thing. Nothing is holding us, except our imaginary rope. And I would simply like to say, friends, let us stop being stupid elephants and let's become humans. We will be happy to hear your comments, uh, please. So, uh, this, uh, so you know, the, we believe in the philosophy that you know, we should do what we can do best. 
and you know by by being positive role models we automatically influence the uh, the, the people and the ecosystem around us in a positive way and then there is a chain reaction which is positive yeah so that's how we see this uh, really impact happening jifa maybe you have something to say yes uh, i think uh, like milan said it's really about you know up to the individual yeah. and that individual uh, doing the right things at every point in time being very alert on the choices we make uh, on the manner which we we speak uh, to come from a place of goodness to come from a place not of lack or loss but to really come abundance. from a place of abundance because that's really what we have we we have a lot of inner resource a lot of abundance in what you know the gifts that we've been given but if we come from a space of saying i don't have enough that's really where the lack mindset or the loss mindset comes in and then people get into the space of uh you know believing that they have to uh, fight or they have to uh, do something uh, which is unnatural the most natural way is to believe that we come from a space of abundance and automatically our creativity really comes from that space the moment we are relaxed the moment we know we have it the ideas will come if we are coming from a space of fear uh, you know we will be in that space of making a lot of mistakes because i have uh, the the coaching philosophy that i've got exposed to uh, which is really from the space of neurobiology says that the instinctive behavior is really the animal instinct is what makes us reactive but if we actually took a pause button and milind and i use a framework uh, that's well known called the orid framework if we can be reflective if we can be you know introspective and interpret what it is that we are observing we will be able to respond really coming from the space of the prefrontal cortex which is what the humans have been gifted with so we don't have to uh, to react out of fear or out of uh, you know base animal instinct but we can truly be and claim the humanity our humanity by uh, really bring being reflective learning full uh, applying the feedback that we get uh, that we come to uh, through observation through superior listening and through better communication and dialogue and that's something that we use also in our coaching practice and our mentoring practice uh to brands to businesses uh to come from the space of abundance and also to come from a space of positive psychology which you want to talk about so it's it's about you know not focusing on the weaknesses but rather what are the strengths that you have and how can you deploy those strengths so that uh, you know it more positively engaged in getting your a better outcomes I only uh, took one objection to the video that you showed because uh, the the elephant is a is a mascot that we use and elephants are immensely intelligent uh, animals so the word stupid elephant didn't go well with me and I'm being very candid over here because I believe that uh, as much animals as humans all of us trees plants you know all of us together make this planet the environment so i don't really believe so much in the supremacy of the human as much as the interconnectedness in our world with the 
whether it's the plants, the trees, the animals, because we all have the same light and the life within us. And uh, I, I, that's, the, that's my personal deep belief and philosophy that I, I follow. Uh, even, non, even non-living things, you know, we come from the space of deep respect. Uh, so what you said, yes, there's this conditioning uh, that we saw is something that all of us may be uh, unconscious to. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's then about the awareness. Uh, that's the chitta, what I talk about, the satchit ananda, the chitta. How is it that I can be conscious? How can mindful. I be alert? How can I be mindful uh, of the choices I make? So these choices are not made by blind habit or, uh, you know, impulse or instinct, but I'm thoughtful. Why am I doing this? Why am I, do I really need to buy the pair of shoes? Do I really need this extra furniture? Do I need this handbag? Uh, You know, do I need that jacket? Uh, You know. Yes, absolutely. This is exactly what, uh, as I understood also the meaning of this uh, cartoon, that we don't need to follow any mindsets that were in the past about our weaknesses, about what we, you know, failed to do. Because uh, now we are almost 8 billions of people who are asking, what can I do alone? <laughs> and we are over 99% of people who strive to live and create a society. And this is what we need is to unite, to inspire each other, to spread out this uh, idea, to connect each other. Uh, because we, you know, we are so blessed and so happy to have you today in our interview. But someone just got introduced, and this is someone, this is our dear Minal. I hope that she's watching our interview today, <laughs> too. And we're using this uh, theory of a small world, or also six handshakes, yeah. uh, meaning that we are all connected in less than five other contacts. And uh, we know that you have someone also in mind, uh, and we're yes. looking forward to new interviews and new uh, friendships to talk about creative society thank you very much for your inspiration for your light and for your contribution in our all you know on our goal in creative society thank you Thank Thank you you so much. much. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for the opportunity. And I just would like to address our viewers as well. So who would like to join the Creative Society project? So please go to the website alatrinites.com and there you will see the red button, join us. So as I call this button, it's just stop being silent because by pressing it, you really express how you want to live in society. And really it's time for all of us you know, like uh, imaginary rope, just uh, pull it away, you know, and without any fear, we have to express it. So then we will see our common goal and then we easily could realize it as all humanity. I really like this um, in Sanskrit notion in India, right? Because in, indeed it's like we, we have to live like this, like this notion yes. is mean. Yes. So it's absolutely right. Uh, Deepa, Milan, thank you so much for today's Most conversation. It you. was really fulfilled, you know, and very enriched conversation. So maybe we forget to ask you something, or maybe you would like to wish to our viewers, yeah. please. Yeah, no, I think uh, this was a great opportunity. And uh, thank you, Minal, for connecting us. Uh, Melinda and I uh, happy that uh, there is this... Uh, you know this this whole notion of one world, which is so beautiful, giving and, world. Uh, that one world that is uh, you know made up of peace and joy, and uh, collaboration, which is again a deep value that we believe in and respect for the individual. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Thank you so much, Tetsu. You know, by your work, you're also like sharing the examples of how should be, you know, human values exist in our world. So thank you for your activities as well. Thanks a lot. And really, uh, I really thanks for to this project, Creative Society, we've initiated by, by many, many people, you know, all over the world, because it's really opportunity for all of us to meet each other, because, you know, there's really opportunity to see what you do, you know, to meet uh, kind people all over the world. So yes. that's really a great chance for all of us. So uh, I'm thanks to all of you and thanks to viewers who was watching us today. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Antonina. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks too. to all the viewers. <laughs>